Welcome to Clydesdale Media, fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at c4energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Thursday Night CrossFit. This is, uh, we're just going to talk CrossFit. It's a new series, a Thursday night. What we're trying to do is highlight some local events uh, that are going on around the world. Uh, maybe even on Saturdays, pop back on to do a live look-in at those events um, and talk about the community in, in general. And then Jamie and I are just going to talk CrossFit. This is a CrossFit show. It'll probably delve into other things as well as we go, move along. But uh, I made the thumbnail to look like Monday Night Football, only it's Thursday Night CrossFit. Love it. Love it. So... Um, so Jamie's here. This is going to be our show to start. Uh, if other people want to jump on, that's awesome. Uh, but generally, we're just going to talk about events. And so we are due to have on um, Will from the Atlantic Coast Classic. Uh, we're just waiting for him to jump on. Um, that is going on this weekend. It starts tomorrow. I have the schedule pulled up, so I'm going to share the screen. And then as soon as he comes on, we'll pull him in because he only has a couple minutes. But this is the general schedule. Uh, Check-in was happening right now. It just ended at 7 o'clock. Friday, tomorrow, the doors open at 7.30 a.m. Competition starts around 9 a.m. with a podium at 5.30 p.m. They have tons of different um, divisions and things like that. Saturday, it starts... Uh, at 8 a.m., competition wraps up about 7.30 p.m. And then Sunday, there is a beach event that starts at 7 a.m. Everybody loves a beach event. Um, and then doors open at 7.15, and competition starts again at 8.15 a.m. with the podium at 5 p.m. So uh, I know this competition has been around for some time. Um, we are trying to get a heat schedule and uh to see what's going on and maybe jamie and i will actually call some of the action on saturday with one of the events Uh, we can also take a look at some of the events that are going on um i'll just randomly pick some so this is saturday and sunday divisions individual uh this is an event called high wire uh the elite rx men um are doing a nine-minute cap, three rounds of 16 box jump overs, 30-foot handstand walk, 12 chest-to-bar, then two rounds of 16 box jump overs, 30-foot handstand walk, and 12 muscle-up variation. And you can see there below, maybe, the muscle-up ring variation, depending on Elite and RX. Uh, there you go. So what do you think about that workout, Jamie? I really love that one. Um, I saw like, for, I think the first, I guess I don't know the order, but I think the first is a run, run, max snatch, and then a sand run. Um, and then that's our like first CrossFit workout. So if we're going to call one, I, that'd be the one I, on Saturday, that'd be the one I definitely want to watch and look into. So uh, Bruce is saying he can't see anything other than Jamie's arms. Uh, what about that, Bruce? Um, then we have marooned. That is the beach event. I love that you get a little meet a beach map. Uh, it is four time, a two mile sand run. Good God. That would I be love cool. it. Um, and leg one is a one mile hard sand run. Leg two is a soft sand run. That is awful. Awful. Um, walking in sand is bad for a Clydesdale. I'm just telling you. So we did a very sim- similar workout to this. Um, do, uh, Bruce said there's an echo. So I don't know if it's at me. Um, comment, Bruce. 
Um, yeah, last year at that Fresh Coast Fit Fest that we may cover again this year, um, we did a very similar workout to this. Um, you were you were able to get down in the water a little bit, run a, um, a little bit harder sand, and then on the way back you had to come back and the softer sand. But we had a rucksack on for it. It was it was rough, but I loved it. Yeah, all you, all you on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got our we got our one rep max. It's a snatch. Uh, it looks like you have three minute cap to uh, establish a one rep max snatch. Those are always Jamie's favorites. Yeah, not the one I want to call. <laughs> um, I know we had some more on here. Uh, payload. Also a Saturday, Sunday event, um, eight minute cap, three rounds, eight thrusters, 30 double unders, 10 power cleans, 30 double unders. That doesn't seem too bad. Yeah, but it's not light. 120 for the women. Yeah, the thrusters is for elite is 175, 120. RX is 145, 100. Uh, and then the clean is 205, 145 or 175, 115 for the clean, um, for the RX. So, but again, and it, like eight thrusters isn't too bad. Uh, the power cleans, eh. and then it's just the double unders to kind of get in your way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got anything else? Everest. 14 minute cap. 40-foot front rack lunge, eight toes-to-bar, eight front squats, eight handstand push-ups, 80-foot front rack lunge, then 16, 16, 16, then 80 front rack lunge with 24, 24, 24, finishing with a 40-foot front rack lunge. Yeah, love this one. Well, it's got your toes-to-bar. Mm-hmm. Got and your handstand push-ups. Push you like to lunge? Yeah, I do like to lunge. And then front squat? I, that would be my hold up. But I, I mean, in general, I think this is going to be a really good tester. Like, I like to see workouts like this at comps. So how much impact will the front rack lunges and the front squats have together? Oh, that's gonna, for the, it's going to be tough for those handstand push-ups. That's going to add up quick. Okay. Just the, the handstand push-ups, period? Yeah, just because you're holding the in that lunge and front squat. Is it front rack? Yeah, it is front rack lunge. You're constantly holding that barbell, so your shoulders are already going to be blown up. I don't, I don't think it'll mess with the total bar too much, but... Yeah, but you... That's me. You are like it's your job. I think that's all we have for workouts, right? No, there's, isn't there a rope deadlift, bar facing burpee, uh, rope climb one? Uh, did I miss it? I'm trying to think what it was called. Was there all Everest? That's payload. We did that. Oh, here we go. Did we do this one? That's the one. Oh, people. Oh. Seven minute cap, 18, 12, nine deadlifts, bar facing burpees with a five, four, three rope climb, 15 foot, 12 foot. That looks like something you'd do well at. Is it legless? I'm curious why it's 12 foot. This is a team flow, indie flow. Oh, here, the indie is different. Seven minute cap, 18, 12, nine deadlifts, bar facing burpees with 10, eight, six rope up down. What the heck? This is, is for that? your, this is for your kids in your intermediate beginners. Okay. That first slide was the correct slide. It just, but it, it makes me feel like it's gotta be legless. 
I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to make it fast. Okay. Bruce says it's armless. Well, they don't have the flow for individual that I can see. Just team. Yeah. Flow. What's ropeless rope climbs, Ken? Bruce, I did see the new divisions at uh, Wadapalooza. I did see that. Uh, interesting. I'll hold my thoughts on that for a later later show maybe we'll talk about that next week well it looks like um something happened with will at the because he is not on he was going to jump on right at seven and then um he had to do an athlete briefing at seven fifteen. so we look like we're out on that but we'll still try to connect with them we'll still try to do a live look in um this is an event that Cheryl will be at. She's actually coaching an athlete at it. So we'll have her for sure. And then um, I've talked to Will about trying to get maybe a couple more volunteers to have a link with the phone to walk around and get that kind of gorilla type footage like they had for Linda and for event one and semifinals. And we'll try to call some action with some heat sheets um, on Saturday. Uh, and we'll try to pick a good, cool event to watch. Uh, to do that. So that is the Atlantic Coast Classic. Uh, we wanted to highlight them a little bit this week. Um, we do not have an event for next week. So if anybody knows of anything going on at uh, going on next weekend that they want, they think we should highlight, I've gotten a ton of suggestions for events throughout the year. Um, so we have some even out as far as October um, already kind of on a calendar, but we just don't have anything for uh, next week. Another thing that I wanted to bring up, and I'm going to try to pull up her Instagram real quick, is there is an event going on this weekend called the Big Fish Foundation. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, I did. Well, I looked into it. Um, that's Tosh, Brian Shantosh's foundation um, for looks like it goes towards like veteran programs. Um, super cool. So I know what they do is they team what they call a celebrity CrossFit athlete with a veteran. And it is a 36 hour kind of test. And why can't I find Carlene Matthews? Team Carlene, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, so she messaged me earlier this week and asked if we would highlight this. Um, it's not really a CrossFit event, Bruce, but it's for a good cause. It supports veterans. Um, and what Carlene is asking for is she's taking donations. She is one of the celebrity athletes that is participating this weekend with a veteran. I In the description on YouTube... Um, I put the link to her donation page and um, for some reason I cannot get, there we go. I'm going to drop the link right here in the chat. If I can get my fingers to work. And so she's looking for donations um, to help her and this weekend. And there is in the chat, the donation thing. Uh, so what she said is she's participating in a fundraiser this weekend. It is a 30-hour event that benefits veterans. It is for the Big Fish Foundation. That she asked for us to make a donation, which we are going to make uh, for her. She gets credit for donations uh, through tomorrow. Um, when I go to the link, it actually talks about uh, it's not just a fundraiser. It's a transformational experience. So I'm going to share that screen now, uh, yeah, that's not it. Uh, let me try this one more time. Here we go. So uh, it is, I'll try to blow this up a little bit. Here we go. 
So it's not just a fundraiser, it's a transformational experience. Every year, Big Fish Foundation brings in veterans across each branch of service and teams them up with athletes and celebrities to take on a 30-hour ordeal together. During the 30-hour event, teams perform tasks, physical challenges, and experience environmental and psychological stresses together. Why? To showcase the values that enable anyone to persevere through hardship, camaraderie, communication, trust, respect, service toward others. These are major components that support the Big Fish Foundation mission to impact against veteran suicide. We're also bringing in over 25 veterans and non-military civilians to volunteer and support the event, making it a true community inclusive experience. This marks their fourth year as a 501C and they have aggressive strategic vision to increase their impact into 2024. So uh, in order to make this happen, they've set a fundraising goal of $200,000. Carlene is um, one of the, like we said, one of the celebrity CrossFit athletes that's participating in that. And uh, she is looking for donations. She has a goal of $5,000. She is at 2,455 right now. And, um, and so she, I have her link in the chat. If you wish to give, um, please feel free to do so. Uh, and you can do it either one time monthly or quarterly. Um, and there's different amounts that you can give. Um, and this podcast will be donating, uh, to the fund, uh, for this weekend for Carlene. So we wanted to share that. I'm going to try to have her on next week to talk about what the experience was like um because i have seen i've seen clips of it and and things that they go through and i think it's really cool um and so we'll we'll try to get carlene on next week uh to talk about everything that's going on with the big fish foundation and how uh the experience was and how transformational it was for her so super excited to uh hear that and share that for her and actually she's one of my favorite interviews we've ever done. We talked to her for an hour and the word CrossFit came up like one time. And if you don't know her story, it will blow you away. Um, she has been through a lot in her life and overcame a ton. And, uh, and yeah, uh, definitely something to check out. And we would love to have her on next week to talk about it. So. Yeah. really yeah. Cool. Those are our community events for the week that we wanted to highlight. And then we wanted to talk uh, about some CrossFit stuff too. Cause one thing I learned by hanging out with Jamie for a couple weeks is we could talk CrossFit like 24 seven. Um, and it was a blast getting to do that. And I want to continue that uh, through, through this show. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to do. And so one thing I asked Jamie to do is semifinals are over. We've kind of done some recaps, but I wanted to hear from her and I have my list. Three things we liked about semifinals, three things we didn't like about semifinals and three things that surprised us during semifinals. So I am pulling up my list now and Jamie, I will let you go first and hopefully we don't repeat too much. You want me to start with what I liked? So, well, three things we liked. Okay. Um, first, and then we sort of touched on this already. I'm going to say the atmosphere at the Torian and the Berlin comps. Okay. And can you explain that further? Um, just like how fun they made it. It was a show. Like, with the flames, like with the, that announcement, bringing the athletes out, like um, it was like a party atmosphere. Like it probably would have been really fun to be at that one in person. Yeah. It's funny because I talked to Justin Kotler for a while after we just interviewed him a couple hours ago. And the one thing that we kept talking, coming back to is sports are supposed to be fun and entertaining, Right. And it's not just what's happening on the floor in that moment, but making the surrounding atmosphere to that as fun as possible. Um, And I actually talk about this as one of my dislikes and more that the other semifinals didn't do it. 
yeah. Oh, I'm trying not to, you know, got to bring in some good. So props for those two. Yeah, oh, I still have three good things. Uh, that was just one of the bad things. So we'll talk about that when I get to my dislikes. So go ahead. Keep going, likes. Um, so, so I I like that they figured something out to broadcast some of one and three of what they could like it was not going to be good to not have any coverage so i'm thankful that they put together something okay we'll go with that <laughs> um and then i feel like we're we, we're getting backhanded compliments from jamie I tried to make them good compliments. I mean, well, my, I, okay. The, my third one is the community workout, the, on the extra floor, um, that opportunity for people to work out at the East and West. So Wad Zombie says all the game staff needs to go to a playoff hockey game and take notes. Completely freaking agree. Completely agree. So you said the community event on the other floor. I did yeah. like that. They they had a couple of the events that were being done on the main floor that anybody uh, that anybody at the event could go over and attempt on their own, um, and and try to compete against the the big time athletes, which is what's cool about our sport, right? We can relate to the suffering. We can relate to what's going on. Even if we're not doing it exactly as they are, um, I think that is awesome. So my the three things that I liked were, as the semifinals went on, I really did enjoy events five, six, and seven. Okay. I know that people can nitpick that the overhead squats – and the row didn't mean anything. Tell Jamie Simmons the overhead squats didn't matter. Right? I liked it because it had a it changed the leaderboard big time. Six did. I liked yeah. I liked five. I I probably will admit it was better live than it was on a stream. But when you were there live seeing the judges click up the, the meters and uh the, the race off the row, the race off the runner to the end. Um, there were a lot of close races, and it was a fun event to watch. And the last event, so many people tried different strategies. Some worked, some didn't, some blew up, some didn't. That was a fun event to watch, especially live, because um, the crowd would get on their feet as it came closer and closer to the edge. And then people dropping bags at the end and tripping and falling and all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That so, one was fun. So those, those three events I liked, I, I going in, I probably wouldn't have said that, but after watching them, I thought they were entertaining. Um, I do get the point of rich saying we shouldn't be crawling around on our butts and stuff um, between the handstand pushups and the rope climbs. They could have done a little bit. Um, better. So Bruce, the reason I look so far away is I'm actually using an external camera. Um, and I just started doing that maybe three weeks ago. Um, and it's hard. I can't get it much closer. Um, and I've got to shout out my, my guy. Uh, so it allows me to do that too. So the other thing that I liked is that CrossFit pivoted from the two floor event. Yeah. Um, in Orlando, that was a cluster um, with the two-floor event. Um, it spread the audience out way too much and probably made Orlando look like it wasn't as full as some of the others um, because of that. I like that after week one, they pivoted away from that and went to a one-floor event. Um, so I like that. I thought admitting a mistake, pivoting from that and moving on, they could have done that in a few other places, but I will give them credit for at least that one, making the change 
and not letting it affect the rest of the semifinals. And then my last one is more of a personal thing, and that is media access to the floor and the recognition that third-party media are there to promote their event. Allowing us to get the post-event um, interviews was a really cool addition that they, they have not allowed us to do in the past. And, um, and it wasn't that way at the beginning of semis, but by the end of semis, we had a lot more access and they recognized the importance of what we needed. And we were even escorted to the floor or escorted back to the back room to get the female interviews in Pasadena mm -hmm. um, was a huge improvement and something I have to give them kudos for. Mm -hmm. So now Jamie's favorite part of the show, the three things she disliked about semifinals. All right. Um, my first one is the equipment bias. Um, that's just so machine heavy and it kind of ties into my number two. Um, I, I don't like that. So my number two is the sleds. Um, and overall, I don't like when equipment plays a role in determining the outcome. Um, like knowing, I, I mean, it's, t it's pretty much indisputable that the machines were not all equal and that's a problem. And it's pretty indisputable that the floor or the way that sled was pulling was not all equal. Um, and I, I mean, I'm, we, I just wish they would have went with like the torque tank or something. Like if you're going to make it a machine workout, then leave the torque tank in there. I think that would have worked out better than the sled that they used. Um, but I just, I think that that first workout didn't test what they were hoping it would test. And I think the equipment malfunction kept out at least two people. And that's extremely frustrating. Um, and then kind of compounding on that, um, number three, I, I, there just wasn't enough CrossFit for me. I like, I just want to see CrossFit. I don't want to see skills. I don't necessarily want to see execution in every workout. I don't, I don't mind if it's one, one or two. Um, but for seven tests, six kind of, I mean, I feel like that snatch run run snatch similar. Um, I know they tested different things, but, um, I just, there just needed to be more CrossFit and true work capacity, not who can, who can rest 20 seconds enough properly enough to hit the, hit the next movement. Um, I liked the legless rope climbs. I don't think they were, they were dense enough. I don't think there was dense enough on the handstand push up. It was just about execution. And I don't, I don't like to see that. I want to see fitness out there on the floor. So I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And that my argument would be that five, six, and seven were CrossFit. Seven. Yes. Um, six, like I said, it was just, it wasn't dense enough in the gymnastics. Like it was, it, when speaking to Colton and um, I'm, his name is escaping me, Justin Rhodes, um, like he went, he went out as you would go out in any work CrossFit workout, just trying to like go as fast as he could. And that was what cost him winning that event. Okay. That guy could have been top two in the, in that event across all semis. Had he not had to spend two, almost two minutes doing that third pirouette because he went out so hot. Like if he would have just backed off 20 seconds in a couple places, he probably would have been absolutely fine and finished a minute and a half faster. So it's an execution thing. And I don't, I, I don't know. I, it was more CrossFit for sure. I, I didn't hate the workout. I just, that's where Rich is saying it was rolling around your butt because it was managing managing the movements, not just working through them as quick as possible. Okay. So I'll go through mine and they're, they're very similar, just done in a different way. 
Um, but what I didn't like was events one and two. Events one and two, the sled, the sled didn't make it a true test of fitness. It was who could survive an event with unknowable calamity, right? Like, and what, what made, what convinced me it was a bad test is you went into the arena, looked at the floor and said, this lane, this lane, and this lane will have problems. And you were right. It even started. Right. Yep. And two, that ruck made it unwatchable. Um, and I said this on previous shows, you know, yeah, maybe North America, East and West were fine. There were a handful of people who couldn't do it. But man, when you get to like Africa, Asia, there were going to be people struggling um, with that continuously. And who wants to sit there and watch people look up at rings uh, for the duration of that? Take the ruck away and all of a sudden it's a great workout. Yeah, agreed. Um, that's a great point. There's so many comments. Um, what convinced me was seeing Anthony Davis struggle with pulling a sled, which would never happen in real life or any variation. I added the real life thing, but, um, yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, and then my number two things I didn't like were the no rock show. I was preaching before the semi started that this was an opportunity where they were going to have some sellouts. And if they made it a rock show that was entertaining for the crowd, or as Nick put it, like a hockey playoff game with lights and announcing the people like Berlin, all just announcing the people with flashing lights singularly coming out on the floor made them feel special in that moment and gave an opportunity for the crowd to root for their favorite person in that moment. Um, Torian Pro with fire and dancers and crazy stuff going on. They were entertaining the crowd throughout the, the event. Yeah. Not just the event itself. Um, and then my last thing I didn't like was CrossFit's slow to comment on the issues that were happening. Um, giving people a narrative for 36 hours before they make a comment on a decision that they made. You have this third party media there that's starving to get information out to their fans, their listeners, and would have taken a statement and got it out to the public as to what happened. Instead, you sit back, let the athletes tell their story. And then 36 hours later, try to put the toothpaste back in the tube. Yeah. And it makes you look like idiots. Yeah. So uh, PR 101 right there. Yeah. They didn't do a great job of that. So Todd said, um, I think people want to see CrossFit as a sport and not as a methodology. And Boz is doing a pretty good job at combining them both. People want to see suffering and red lines. I, I totally agree. Um, there is a difference in the sport. And I try to get that through to members and family members who look at what I do and then they're scared to come into the gym. And I try to be very clear. What I do is not what I want you to do. I, the sport side is, is different and, and it should be. They, I don't, I actually, when you say Boz is doing a good job at combining them I I think that's probably why I'm getting frustrated with what I'm seeing I didn't haven't liked really any stage of the programming throughout I'm very curious to see what comes out at the games um I I understand he's trying to go back to some of those roots and throw in like things that you read in the 100 words and get those two heroettes and stuff but like it do, it does pull out some gimmicky things um and, and it returns it to an execution manner rather than seeing the suffering in the red lines. So I, I guess that's my position on that. Yeah. And I think like something that convinced me when we were just talking to Justin, he's talking about Braun 
doing a legless rope climb, goes all the way up, descends all the way down, and the rope is moving, and he just simply missed the grab, right? It was just a fluky thing. You shouldn't be based... The finish of a sport should not be based on the fluke of a piece of equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Or the fluke of a judge's call that is clearly wrong. (laughs) I'm not messing. So I have to reach out to swipe and put these comments. So, um, but then when I did that, I pushed my phone a little bit. So yes, I will try to leave my phone alone. So Todd rebuts that that's where I think there needs to be separation. The games and the affiliates are going to be the ones who pay the cost. Yeah. Yeah, there does need to be separation. And maybe, I, and I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if the games needs to be a separate entity altogether so that they aren't trying to, I don't know. That's above my pay grade. Yeah, I think that there are people that get it, that this is, a, and it goes back to like all the statements we made, right? The, to be a sport, you need to be entertaining, it's not just an educational experience for the affiliates to open and what CrossFit can do, right? right? Wadapalooza is packed every freaking year to the, to the brim and to the point where people are complaining they can't get a seat. Rogue sells out every freaking year because they get it. It's an entertainment thing. And with that, that gives you a platform of a sellout crowd to talk about what CrossFit can do for people. You can do ads. You can do stuff in between. You don't have to preach the methodology during the event. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, and they do a really, they at CrossFit actually does a pretty good job at the games. Right? It's sold out. They do treat that like a rock show. They do entertain more at the games but they just forget all of that at every other level. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now let's go to the things that surprised us most. The three things that surprised us most. Um, well, my first thing that surprised me most was Annika missing out. I, I was shocked floored I literally was brought to tears I was angry um I I did not expect that for her um but honestly out the gate on day one I was already frustrated with her sled um and it just kept compounding and it was extremely frustrating in Orlando one of the lanes we knew was going to be a problem was Annika's lane she came in as what the number three or five seed, like top five seed. And people in that lane got screwed. Yeah. So Annika got that plus the no rep on the rope climb plus the toes to bar. And you know how I feel like I've known Annika. She's been 16 years old and I have, I've been with her through all of the ups and downs of her career. And all the times where she got, she missed out by a point or she got some a thing not submitted or whatever it's been. And I was, I was an emotional wreck and I know I'm supposed to be impartial in this, in this thing that we do, but I've known her now for three and a half years. And I was wrecked when she didn't make the games because it, it wasn't because of her lack of fitness. Right. Yeah. And I don't even know her personally. And I, it was, it surprised me how how invested I was. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. It was a good battle. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, And number two, what for surprised me was Bailey's comeback. I, I was shocked when they called her name. Yeah, Um, Like what the. I was pretty certain that, so what had me kind of nervous, because she got announced ninth, and that threw, because when we were talking, I was like, I'm pretty sure Kelly's safe, like, I'm like, she's she's safe, and then 
we get to hear nine and it's somebody from even for, like that I hadn't even considered. And I was like, oh, my God. So then I was like, shoot, is Kelly safe? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I that blew me away. She I mean, she had a great. And we have a Kelly making it because <laughs> we are doing a documentary following her season and we wanted that to go on. For the game. Right. Right. We were, we were down from 10 to four ish and we needed we needed Kelly in. Um, yep. So yep. glad she made it. Yep. And your third surprise. My third surprise, I honestly, and I think I said this on our preview, I thought snatch weights were going to be maybe up to 20 pounds less than people's PRs. And holy cow, there was numbers that I totally did not expect to see out there. Um, I will say it sound from what I saw, and I, I don't know at the other uh, across the world um, semis, but there was when I've been and what I said when we previewed it was I'm I, at comps I've been at, we get corralled for 20 minutes and then you're walking out. So you aren't staying warm and snap and doing a one rep is not the funnest in those environments. Um, so that's partially why I thought they were going to be a little bit lower. Um, and it looked like they it sounded like they had basically a barbell right at their corral station and people were continually warming up, staying warm, hitting some snatches before they even like walked out on the floor. Um, so I, they've learned something there, I think. Um, yeah, but yeah, I those numbers surprised me. It was probably something I liked is that they, they did have staggered work or warm up areas as you got to the floor so that you weren't, you weren't cold going into that event. And probably listen to a lot of athletes saying, I don't want a torn labrum. You're, yeah. You're funny. I know. I'm trying. To, so Nick says they very quietly backfilled Chelsea Nicholas. They did for the Masters. Oh. Yeah. Because Belinda went team, correct? I don't know the reason why. Um, but but Chelsea did announce last night or this morning that she got a backfill to the games, um, being in the eleventh spot in the thirty-five to thirty-nine. Yeah, I so was six more people, and Jamie will get her invite. Yeah, I was pretty certain that um, I think it was Belinda that was in tenth. What is like I pretty sure she had already written that she was going team. I was surprised that she even did the semis. Um, but probably same as rich knew that knew that they were going to be backfilling. So just did them. Um, so yeah, I expected Chelsea to be going. Yeah. So now my three surprises, uh, not backhanded in any way. Uh, my first surprise is, Bethany's back holding up. Uh, after talking to her, you know, I, I hope she would have a great weekend, but I didn't think, I didn't think she had it in her. And she, she proved that she is and always will be a great athlete. And when you put her on the competition floor, she is going to give everything she has uh, to do the best she can. And now it's just, will the back hold up for training for two more months? Right. Um, but I am, I could not be happier for somebody. Um, and that was, it was awesome to watch. Um, the other thing that surprised me is that LA is not known as a great sports town, but they outdid the East by far in fandom. Uh, they were louder. There was more people there. They were more vocal. And if you gave them a rock show, it would have been off the chain. Do you think that that had anything to do with the venue? No. I thought the you Orlando know? venue was better than the Pasadena venue. So, I, in a way, I agree. In, in a, if I lived around there and knew that venue, I would not want to go to an event there. That 
it took Cheryl 30 some minutes to walk from the parking there. Nothing. I feel like nothing about that was visitor friendly. Yeah. Our Uber took us right to the front door. So I would, it was easy. <laughs> and it was less than it. You had to pay for parking. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it wasn't a great venue for spectators. So, okay. But I, I, you know, I follow a lot of sports and LA doesn't show up for anything, even the big dog sports. And they showed up in, you know, now Justin informed me when we were talking that, uh, Justin for that CrossFit was born in California. Right. Yeah. And so it's in the, the California CrossFitters, it's in their blood. Right. And they're right. going to be there. So, um, that made it, but I was actually surprised. I thought that, um, Orlando would be more full than Pasadena. One, Orlando had a better field, um, top to bottom, but, and then I got there in Pasadena, the top end of that field was great. So, um, and then my last surprise is going to be a little outside the box. Okay. And it is Kyra Milligan. She, she was great. Was, so no secret. I've been friends with Justin for a long time. I followed Kyra's career since she's been with underdogs two years ago. I thought it was going to take her a while to become competitive in the individual side of the sport. She has made a transformation in the last six months that had my jaw on the floor. She was the strength with Angelo of that mayhem team. And I thought she was going to be the weakness. And I think whatever she has done in the last six months is setting her up to be competitive next year in the individual field. Yeah. Yeah. She, she looked great. I, I didn't really see any holes in her game. So. Yeah. It, Cause running was her big hole and she killed the runs. Yeah. So more surprising Shadburn making it or Sigmund's daughter, not making it. Uh, I would say Shadburn making it. Yeah. Uh, Cause I would, if you, I had to put money on Shadburn making it, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. And I love yeah. Bethany. Like I love Bethany, but that I would, I just wouldn't have. And she did. Nick says there are better venues in SoCal, but Pasadena is a better travel destination than some of the others. I'm curious to get an athlete's perspective on the venue. I think my big drawback to that venue, Nick, is the beams in the middle of the stands. That you could not see the floor for a good chunk of the back stands because I went up there to sit uh, to do some posts to Instagram. Um, and I could not see the floor. And yet those stands were still full uh, later in the weekend. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. But I, I mean, I had a blast in Pasadena. Like I had... I had, I probably had more fun in Pasadena than I did in Orlando, but it one, it was probably because I interviewed every athlete in the semifinal. I was telling you every backstory of every athlete. Um, and I knew them all and I got to meet Nick. Um, and so that was a blast. Um, Orlando was still fun. Um, but I didn't, I didn't get to do any of the interviews, right? You yeah. You didn't. Yeah. And I was right. more like the upload guy in the back room. And uh, didn't didn't get to be out as much uh, among it all in Orlando. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, both were fun, but in very different ways. 
Bruce, I'm not sure how much I've lost since Wadapalooza, but it's been some. Um, I've lost like 45 pounds since the games last year. Uh, so I don't know where I was when I got to that point. But Bruce, I've already met you, dude. I met you at Wadapalooza. You're not chopped liver. Um, but you only came on one day of the event. Nick was there for three days of the event. Yeah. So I just question your commitment, Bruce. Bruce, are you going to the ACC or what? He did not DM me, so. Bruce. If he's in Miami, Daytona Beach is not that close. Oh. So, I don't know. He's giving me the silent treatment now. Um, so, yeah. So, those are our things we like, things we didn't like, and our surprises. And so, you know, if you guys have your list, throw them in the comments. Love to see them. Yeah, I would like um, to see him too. And uh, hopefully things get better as we keep moving forward because. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, I saw Ken commented on my paint, paint back there, and Bruce liked the color. Green is also my favorite color, Bruce. That, not necessarily that green, but um, Spartan green is my favorite color. Well, Nick, now, I you, now you know. Can, can I throw that up on the screen? Trying to convince Annika to do Fit Wars. Yeah, that would be awesome. I feel like she'd be game. Yeah, she's just a game for just about anything. Um, that'd be it'd be interesting because she is a needle mover. If you guys don't know. Like every time we have her on, the needle goes. So she is definitely a needle mover for sure. Is Jamie JR's sister? I, listen, I got on and saw JR's arms yesterday and I got jealous. So I got to see what mine look like on screen. Jamie's arms are my favorite color. <laughs> and of course, Bruce, my number one is meeting Jamie. Aww. <laughs> Yeah, her music episode like blew up. Um, and it's just, she's just fun. She's just a fun person to hang out with. Um, and I think the audience feels that whenever she's on because she's usually pretty open about her feelings on things. And, um, and I think that the audience feels that. So, and Bruce needs a workout. Um, okay. and short. Our workout today at the gym, Bruce, was intervals of just kind of triathlon-esque, um, but we skied, biked, and ran two minutes on each station with a one-minute rest. So it was a, every three minute on the minute, um, two minutes of work at each station. I don't recall if you have what machines you have. I know you could run, um, and I think you have a bike. We are all Jamie Simps. I didn't work out today, Bruce, so I need to do something as well. Are you getting any of the smoke from the wildfires? So I sat outside today. Um, I actually was going to go to the gym at four. I got a um, phone call from a good friend. Um, I got some not great news. Um and we were on the phone for almost like two hours. So and I sat outside and I was fine, but I did get messages from um, other members that kind of were like, I can smell the smoke where I'm at. I don't, I haven't noticed it at all, but I don't, it doesn't look like it doesn't look hazy out there. It doesn't smell. So I don't know. So I've been, are you on the struggle bus all week? Um, and today, like it wasn't as hazy here as it's been. 
the rest of the week. And we're like in this little tunnel that goes like right through Columbus. Clear on the east, clear on the west. But, and then today was clear, so I went outside. And it, after about 20 minutes, I was, I was in full asthma blown attack. Hmm. So it is crazy. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, so my intensity at my workouts has been low this week. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to just keep moving. Um, today was bodybuilding. So thank God. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, now I want something short and sweet, kind of like me. Oh boy. So, all right. Well, this is our first look in. It didn't go as planned. Uh, to a community event, but we will look for another one next week. And hopefully we can still get a live look in of the event on Saturday. Um, we will, we will do something. So are, do you, do you coach Saturday morning? So I am, if Saturday works better for you, that's week. I'll try to make it work, but Sunday would be way better for me. Um, I, so I'm going to Taylor Swift tomorrow night and then I'll be in a car all the way from Detroit to Grand Rapids for an open house. So I'll have like, I'm just gonna be riding. So I'll have like two hours of free time in the car to be on. If that's, if that's how it works, that's totally fine. I'll do it while riding. Um, and then I have an open house and then I'm free. Um, so no, I will, I'm not even here tomorrow to coach. Okay. Well, Sunday's fine. If it were like, we need to get the schedule and see which, I mean, cause if that first workout is, or if that workout is like later in the day, maybe it works out. Um, cause they're starting with this. I think they're starting with that snatch and then doing, I don't know. Cause you said, yeah, you said the beach was on Sunday for the run. Yeah. Early morning, like 7am. You and I are not okay. 7 a.m. No, I, and we don't need to do that one anyway. I'm just, I'm thinking either the, the, lunge toe to bar front squat workout or the box jump handstand walk chest bar workout so whichever when we get the schedule we'll figure out which time and day that one is on and i'll try to figure out how to make it work for us to do right. um, but like cheryl will be there tomorrow so we'll find out from her maybe a better schedule i don't know yeah yeah, Manny, I agree. Um, Manny said woke Swift. I, it's my niece's, you know, still obsessed with her and it's just something we've done. So I'm just going to yeah. keep going for her. But the I have. The music's still good. Yeah. I, my respect for her has gone down the drain though. Yeah. I separate life from music because I need good music to get through life. Yeah. And I love singing in my car. And, and then when next week I'm going to match Max 20 and I'm excited. That's awesome. <laughs> no, I, I'm super excited. Yeah. I love Matchbox 20. Mm -hmm. um, this is from, 2020 these are i have had these tickets since 2020 and they get rescheduled every year like they went obviously canceled right away because of covid and then they haven't really been able to put together a time um so finally happening yeah i um i, I saw them way back in the day and whoever was doing their soundboard was not good uh and i'm hope hopefully they got a better guy um but the vocals were not um, loud enough for me. Oh, well, I'll report back on Thursday. Band. I what? You couldn't hear Rob Thomas over the band. Oh, that's not good. No. Like I'm there to hear him sing, dude. Let me hear. Yeah. Him. So. Oh, you're right. I did say that. I should have said 49ers. <laughs> I'm learning. Well, with that, we will let everybody go, and hopefully we will put on 
Instagram or whatever, whenever we're doing the live look in so that you, if you guys want to hop on and see some competition and we'll call some events. And I did see some team names. There's some really good ones. So yeah, smooth, smooth, Manny, smooth. Um, so with that, we'll let everybody go and we will see you next time on Thursday night CrossFit talk. Hi guys. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at c4energy.com. That's c4energy.com. And now back to the interview.